and welcome to Messy to Magnetic. My name is Katie Almstrom, and I am a money mentor and financial coach for women entrepreneurs. Each week, we tackle one messy money topic that my clients or our guests are navigating and how they've moved through that mess to become magnetic with money. It is my hope that you're able to take the lessons and transformations in this podcast and apply them to your own business, money, and life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go from messy to magnetic. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Messy to Magnetic. Um, This is my second attempt at recording this podcast. (laughs) I actually went through the whole thing earlier today and I don't know what happened, but I was looking at my outline as I recorded and 20 minutes later I went to hit end record and three minutes in it had end recorded on its own. So I am practiced, I am ready, (laughs) and I'm excited to share this topic with you today. So this is a little bit of a behind the scenes of how I spend money, how my spouse and I spend money, and a lot of the intention and decision making that we've put in over the last 16 years um, that we've been together. Um, And so this episode is titled Four Things I Don't Spend Money On. And the reason that I wanted to record this is because I think what a lot of times happens is, you know, you see someone who is successful in life, business, money, their marriage, relationships, right, whatever the, the thing is, health, and we make assumptions, right, about how they got there, what they do, you know, what their routines look like, what their habits are. And surely a lot of those are, you know, relatively accurate, but I think it's also really helpful to see what they don't do or what choices they've made intentionally, um, maybe that have been a little bit more of a trade-off or a sacrifice. And so this episode's meant to be a little permission giving and to just share behind the scenes a little about how um, I have made some choices around money and specifically for kind of bigger things that I don't spend money on. And really, I should say we don't spend money on because this really has been a journey um, with my husband over the last 16 years. Okay, so the first thing, and actually before I dive into the first thing, a bit of a disclaimer here. For each of the four four things, I'm going to keep saying things, (laughs) for each of the four categories that we don't really spend money on, Um, there's a little bit of a caveat or a, well, sometimes we do, but not very often, um, all with, all with one exception or all of them have that except for one of them. So I'll share that when I get to it. Okay. So the first category, the first thing that I don't spend money on is new furniture and new clothing. If you've listened to many of my podcasts or followed me for a while, something that I talk about from time to time is how much I love, (laughs) love consignment shopping. I am a big thrifter. I love to find a deal. I love to, um, I I really believe in recycling and reusing. Um, I don't love buying 
new items, um, especially things that are mass produced overseas. So, I mean, I would love to buy something brand new that is handmade or locally made. And so that certainly would be an exception. But most of the time, with the exception of shoes and mattresses, like we buy used and and undergarments, I should say. (laughs) But I'm not going to get like too specific here. But for most of my clothing and for most of our furniture, it's used, it's reused. So um, like in our bedroom, for example, we made our headboard. Our bed frame is very old and I think was probably purchased at a yard sale like before I met my husband. Mattress is new. (laughs) Um, My dressers were inherited from my grandparents. My husband's dresser, yard sale, probably $5 25 years ago. In my office, I do have a new desk chair. That was something that was important. Um, And it was a Christmas gift, right? Something that I, um, you know, really wanted for just, you know, my aging body. (laughs) But my desk and all of my like sort of side tables, dressers, um, or I guess like cabinets, you would call it in an office, um, my office chair, like my sort of a loungy chair, all of those were thrifted. And in our upstairs, same thing. Like one of our couches, my husband bought new, but again, this was 20 years ago. He still calls it his new couch. Um, Everything else is yard sale or hand-me-downs. And in my kids' rooms, same thing, like a lot of thrifting. We did buy our futon new, but again, like kind of a mattress situation. Um, My son's mattress is new. His dresser we thrifted. I mean, I have fun thinking about this and I could go through the whole house. I basically just did. I love, love, love a deal. I love to search for like what I'm looking for. And, you know, I like have a process for cleaning things and making sure they're in good working order and all that good stuff. But it's super fun for me. And I like to refurbish and things. So who I could talk about that all day. But when it comes to new furniture, and when it comes to clothing, I love consignment and I love thrifting. Okay, so the second thing that I, we, this is really a we one here. The second thing we don't spend money on, and this is a big one, is labor. So Scott and I have built um, a 40-foot by 28-foot garage workshop. It looks like a barn. It's got beautiful wood siding on it. And we did the whole thing ourselves. Like, we set up the forms for the concrete foundation. We cut down the pine trees to make the boards to put up as siding. We did all of the sheetrocking. We built the stairs. We built the walls. We put the roof on. Like We did everything. The only things that we did hire some support around was a half day to pour the concrete floor. That was something we decided like we didn't want to mess it up. And once you do it, you can't undo it. So that's something that we did outsource. The uh, trusses on once the walls were up and then the sheathing. So sort of the trusses and sheathing to get the roof up in a day with a crane. That's something we outsourced. And again, like it was like a half a day thing. And then we did the shingles. And then the last piece was just having the overhead doors installed. Um, That was the last thing that we did. But everything else we did ourselves. And when it comes to labor on our vehicles, this is something, and actually I'm going to pause for a second and just make a point here about all of these ways that we save money, I guess is the thing, or reasons, the things that we're not spending money on. What we're doing here is leveraging 
the skills that we have. So some people might be able to leverage like travel, right? They might be able to leverage their connection with like, um, I, I, I like have no connection to travel, but like if you're a travel agent or you, you know, have certain perks with your work for like points in a, with hotels and flights and whatever, like it, it might be super easy for you to travel on the cheap. Um, we don't have that, those kinds of like connections or setups. You might be, um, you know, you might own or work at a restaurant. And so like fine dining, <laughs> like really nice food is just like always available, right? Um, it, so there's like, there's going to be different things that you can leverage based on your skills, your connections, um, you know, your workplace, your your network, right? Your connections again, and just what you're, you know, what you're good at, right? So we don't eat out a lot. And I'll mention that in a minute, but it's because I love to cook, right? We cook a lot. So when it comes to labor, Scott and I, like we like to do things ourselves. We really like to work together as a team. And one of our values, like a really important value for us is that we are a team and that we can do things together, like build a garage, like maintain our vehicles, like, you know, we're not homesteaders, but like create this home environment and space that really serves us, really lights us up, and is really just comfortable and warm and inviting and happy for our entire family. Okay, so a little bit more on the labor piece. My husband has a background as a car mechanic. And just has a lot of like mechanic um, experience when he was in high school and college. And so part of our decision to build this big garage, this workshop, was for him to be able to work on vehicles. And so part of our financial plan is we're not going to buy a bunch of like newer, brand new cars. Um, I just gave away thing three. (laughs) We are going to work on them ourselves. Okay, so I'm going to just hop into thing three right now. Okay, so two is labor, right? So we do things ourselves. And there's a whole list of projects that we've done over the last, you know, decade and a half, um, where we saved a lot of money by not outsourcing the projects. Okay, so the third thing that we don't spend money on is new cars. And this is the one area where there's no exceptions. We've never bought a new car, either one of us. And over the past, again, years, 15, 16 years that we've been buying cars together, we've, I think we've purchased five vehicles and inherited one for a grand total of around $20,000. And not one of them was new. They all kind of fell into our lap, right? They were a really good deal. Someone knew my husband worked on cars and like knew about this great deal and did he want it? And so we've really like had these great experiences with older cars, but they're like beautiful cars, like cars that we've really enjoyed that don't make a lot of sense for certain people to purchase that used because there's a lot of work that they need and they're they're you know European cars that have really you know the parts that are hard to find or they're really expensive or the labor is expensive but because we could DIY it it wasn't as big of a deal for us and we ended up saving thousands over the years by doing it that way and so the decision to build our garage was basically saying okay We have this money saved up. We could A, buy a brand new car and then like the money's gone or B, build this 
beautiful garage and be able to follow this financial plan of not spending much money on cars and never having to worry about having a car payment like for the rest of our lives. So that's what we opted for. And honestly, it has been the best decision. We had such an incredible experience building that space together. Um, And there's just been so much of value added to our lives because of it than if we had just purchased a brand new car. Again, this was best for us, right? This really made sense for our family. And there will be certain things that right will make a lot more sense for your family, for your situation, based on what levers you can pull and what experiences and networks and abilities you can leverage. Okay, and then the last thing, the final thing, number four, that we don't spend money on is alcohol and a lot of like entertainment and outings, um, going out, that kind of thing. We don't do concerts. We really don't like do stuff. <laughs> I'm like, how do I say this so I don't sound really boring? <laughs> um, so we are total homebodies, right? If you haven't kind of figured that out already. And so Scott and I, we both like have very, um, we both have hobbies that we really, really like feel passionately about. And we have dear, dear friends who we like to travel with and do things with. So we do have um, like travel that we do every year that matters a lot to us. We have dear friends who live sort of locally who we like to ski with or go out on the water with. Um, I love to paddleboard and walk and we love to ski. Um, I love to do yoga and go to like exercise classes. My husband races um, at the dragway. Like he's a he's a he's a drag racer, and otherwise, right? Like we just we like to be home. <laughs> we like to get takeout. Our favorite kind of a night would be takeout and watching an episode or three of Suits and making popcorn. Like that is just what fills us up. And then weekends with friends or family doing sort of the activities that we love. So while we do spend money on sporting equipment, right, stuff for racing and skiing and some light travel from time to time, we don't spend money weekly or monthly on alcohol, parties, going out to restaurants. Like we don't have sort of like a nightlife Um, and we're also 40s in our 40s, (laughs) but, uh, you know, like, and we have kids. So like, it's just, it suits us. And, you know, we made decisions, we made the decision a long time ago um, to remove alcohol from our life as part of like a getting healthy uh, season that we were in and it's stuck and it's been really important to us. So all of that to say, like, that's hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month and, because of that, right, because of that sort of the trade-off, we use that money instead, like I said, for our hobbies and travel and things. And for all of those, right, the, you know, avoiding new cars, um, DIYing everything, not buying a lot of new clothes or new furniture, like we've intentionally put that money elsewhere. And it hasn't been a, like, it hasn't been hard, it's not like, oh, we're like another month not buying new clothes. Like we don't, that's not the feeling that we have. Like it's a very, very easy thing, but it's been intentional and it lines up with what matters to us. So saving money in certain ways where it could be really easy to spend that money, 
if we weren't intentional about it, um, it, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't, it doesn't bother us. We just don't spend the money there. Again, this was a little behind the scenes, but what I want you to do and, you know, what I want you to think about as this episode wraps up is what are, what are some things that maybe we have been spending money on where it really wouldn't matter if we didn't anymore? And again, like you don't want this to feel like this big, like a major sacrifice or trade-off necessarily. It's just something where you're more intentional and maybe a little bit more planful so that you have money available for the things that you do care most about, for the things that you value most, for the things that matter most to you, and that you're not by default unintentionally spending money in a lot of places because you weren't planful, because there's not a lot of time, right? Because you need the convenience of the restaurants or the new car or outsourcing something in an emergency because, again, like we didn't plan for it. So consider that and think about your spending and think about, okay, so moving forward, like what can we really start to eliminate and where do we want to focus and leverage our strengths so that we're not, again, spending unnecessary money in one of those areas. I would love to continue this conversation. So go ahead and send me a DM if you've listened to this episode and you are you know, interested in kind of finding out like what are those things for me or if you have some ideas. I would just love to hear them. I would love to chat with you about it. So go ahead and find me over on Instagram at Katie underscore Almstrom and let me know what you think. And I will see you again, or I guess... I'll talk to you again next week in another episode. Have a great rest of your week. Bye for now.